Last time on Adventures in Odyssey... I'm standing in front of Odyssey Community Church, one of the most respected houses of worship in the city. With me is George Barkley. George, can you give us an idea of the extent of the damage? Well, most of it you can see for yourself. Uh, we got broken windows, including a very expensive stained glass window. Spray paint all over the side of the building. Smashed eggs smeared on the front steps. Uh, it's a real mess. Captain Quinn of the Odyssey Police has told me there's been an alarming pattern of mischief. Vandalism and other petty crimes on the rise lately in Odyssey. I really cannot believe this. I know. It, it, it's awful. Good grief. What happened to Wit's End? Well, he had a little vandalism problem last night. I dreamt that a place where I felt very safe and secure was being destroyed. Now that I see Wit's End, I know that it was what the dream was about, or at least was part of what the dream was about. If only there were some way to counteract stuff like this. Or better yet, catch them in the act and stop them. Yes, that, that would be nice, wouldn't it? We rode right past it and across this little clearing... And over to that big tree, and that's where we locked them. Sam, the bikes aren't there. Somebody stole our bikes. If you want your bike back, come to the Wonderworld Treehouse. What? The Wonderworld Treehouse, and come alone. Look, I brought you here for your bikes. That's all. Now you've got them, I'm out of here. Butch, wait. What? You don't have to hang around with those guys anymore. Don't you remember when we were friends? We had good times together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We can still have them, Butch. We can have good fun. Don't go back with them. Come with me. I'll see you around, Sam. Oh, Butch. At least he gave back the bicycles. Whoa, hey! Let go! What are you... <laughs> it's all right, Sam. It's all right. Just take it easy. Mr. Allen, what are you doing here? And who is this guy? A friend. He's going to help us with something very important. Huh? Come on, Sam. We have lots to discuss. Four fifteen. Come on, Butch, where are you? You know, Rodney, I don't like to badmouth people, but I ain't too sure about that guy. Butch, what's the matter with him? I don't know. He don't seem like he's really into what we're doing. He's kind of a mama's boy, you know? Yeah, he's all right. He just needs to be toughened up some, that's all. He's here. Open the door. It's about time. Hey, guys. You're late. I'm sorry, I, I had some things I needed to take care of. What'd you do, break a fingernail? Har, har. Hey, look, Rodney, a monkey who talks. <laughs> oh, you're a real funny guy, ain't you? Not as funny as your face. Hey, hey, break it up. Both of yous. I'll see you later. Yeah, I'm real scared. Cut it out. We got work to do. Where do you guys hear what I got planned for tonight? What is it? Our biggest gig yet, Odyssey Middle School. I'm liking it so far. What are we going to do, Rodney? Well... I never really liked the way the grass on the baseball field looks. So tonight, we're going to take some kerosene and some matches and do a little re-landscaping. Ooh, I love it. Hey, while we're at it, why don't we tear down the backstop and the batting cage, too? Oh, yeah! 
<laughs> That's great. Yeah, great. Okay, Rusty, pass the word along to the rest of the gang. We'll meet in the clump of trees that borders the schoolyard at 11 tonight, sharp. 11 sharp, right. Hey, tell him to come in from the woods. Butch, get your hands on as many matchbooks as you can find. What about the kerosene? I'll take care of that. Get going. Right. Yes, sir. There's gonna be a hot time in the old schoolyard tonight. <laughs> in the schoolyard. I gotta hand it to you, Rodney. You sure know how to destroy things. Butch! What? Sam! You crazy? Get down. Someone might see us. Don't worry. No one's gonna see us. I checked. You checked? Checked what? The hideout. Everybody's gone. Rodney left right after you did, so I followed you here. How did you know about the hideout? You took me there when you tried to get me to join the Bones of Wrath. Remember? Oh, yeah. Well, what do you want? We need to talk. Look, you got the bikes back. I told you, there's nothing left to say. Now leave me alone. Hey! No, Butch. Something has happened, and we need to talk. I'll get it, Mom. Okay, sweetie. Cunningham Schultz residence. Look in your driveway. Excuse me? Look in your driveway. My driveway? Who is this? Hello? Hello? Huh. What in the world? Who was it, Lucy? Uh, no one, Mom. I'm gonna go out front for a minute, okay? All right, but don't be too long. Dinner's almost ready. Okay. I don't believe it! My bike! It's my bike! Lucy! Lucy! Look! Sam, it's my bike! I got my bike back! And you got yours back, too! Yeah, I know! And not a scratch on it! This is great! It's more than great! It's incredible! I mean, both of our bikes get stolen and then turn up on the same day? That's amazing! Yeah! Well, I guess whoever took them got a case of the guilt and decided to bring them back. Yeah. But how did whoever took them know where we live? Who cares? When somebody does a good deed, you don't question it! The important thing is, we got our bikes back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I just can't believe it. I know. I mean, when we were in Wits End this afternoon, I didn't think we'd ever see them again. And now, here they are. Uh-huh. Hey, where did you run off to this afternoon anyway? Uh, what? You know, at Wits End. You got a phone call and Connie and I went upstairs, and when we came back down, you were gone. Where did you go? Uh, I went home. Home? Yeah. Well, you weren't there when I dropped off your fishing gear a little later. Uh, fishing gear? You left it at wit's end. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Thanks. You're welcome. So where'd you go? Um, just on a walk. You know, through the woods. Oh. Hey, now that we have our bikes back, we should try fishing again. Yes, we should. Real soon. Uh-huh. Soon. Well... I guess I should be going. I'll see you around, okay? Okay. Don't forget to lock up your bike. You too. Bye. Bye. A walk through the woods, huh? Strange. Ronnie. What? Everybody's here. What's the holdup? Everybody ain't here. Butch hasn't come yet. He's late again? Yeah. Well, so? Let's go without him. 
Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Rodney! Butch! Where you been? I said 11 sharp! I, I know, I, I couldn't get away. Mama's boy. Did you bring the matches? Yeah, right here. But I don't think we should do this. What's the matter? Are you scared? No, I ain't scared. Then what's the problem? Uh, look across the field. I don't see anything. Look harder. Uh, up the street, in the shadow of the big elm tree. See? It's a car. So what? It's not just a car. It's a police car. What? Yeah, I saw it on my way in. Uh, there are a couple others around behind the school building. That's why it took me so long to get here. I had to make sure they didn't see me. Oh, we'd walk right into them. Good eye, Butch. Thanks. Rusty, pass the word. We're scrapping it for tonight. Everybody go back out through the woods. Gotcha. You know, the mayor said the police were going to increase the patrols around the city. I guess they got lucky tonight and picked the school, huh? Yeah, but this luck better not become a habit. Come on, Butch, let's go. This is Brock Peterson from Channel 10 News with another report about more incidents around Odyssey. Only these incidents come with a twist. Earlier today, I talked with a Miss Alma Stump of Ironwood Lane. Three nights ago, something happened at Miss Stump's residence, something she can't explain. Well, as you can see, I have a lot of property out back. I grow raspberries and strawberries, and I have several apple trees out there, too. My yard borders uh, on a county park that has lots of wildlife in it. And you have a fence around your property? Well, sort of. It's broken down in spots, and I've been wanting to fix it for a long time, but I'm not physically able to do it. Arthritis, you know, it makes my hands swell all up. I see. And I also can't afford to hire anyone to do it. You wouldn't believe the cost of good help these days. Anyway, with the fence and the shape it's in... Those wild animals can come in any time they want. They eat up my raspberries and my strawberries and my apples. Well, it's been a terrible problem. Until three nights ago. Right. Tell us what happened. Well, I don't know. All I know was when I went to bed, the fence was broken. Then the next morning, I got a phone call. A voice on the other end said, Look out your back window. Then the line went dead. What? What did you do? That's just how Sam and I got our bikes back. And lo and behold, That's just how I got my bike back. Come to think of it, Sam never told me how he got his back. How do you account for this? Mom, I'll be back later. I'm going over to Sam's house. A mended fence. For Alma Stump, a miracle. But if so, it wasn't the only one. For two nights ago, a second such incident occurred. With me is city maintenance worker Ralph Foreman. Ralph, uh, tell us what happened. Uh, well, Brock, uh, as you can see, this intersection here, Third and Elm, has a lot of bushes and small trees on its corners. Uh, oleander, eucalyptus, poplar, the typical stuff. It's a pretty hazardous place for drivers because uh, the bushes are overgrown and you really can't see what's coming from the cross streets. I know. I've driven by here myself several times. Well, we in maintenance ain't had the funds or the manpower to trim them back. Budget cuts. I tell you, our city council is a real piece of work. Ralph, what happened here two nights ago? What happened? <laughs> you can see for yourself. Someone saved us the trouble. When we came out here yesterday, the bushes and trees were already trimmed. Branches and debris was taken away, too. In fact, the whole intersection looks better than it ever has. 
Now, if they could just get some stop signs up here... Do you have an explanation for all this? What do you mean? Well, how do you explain what happened here? I don't know. Can you think of a reason why someone would do this? Nope. Guess it was just a random act of goodness. A random act of goodness? Where have I heard that before? My pleasure, Brock. No, can't be. Hey, guys, it's me, Ralphie. I'm on TV. Jack! Jack, I need to talk to you! So, a second unexplained act in as many days. But it doesn't end there. Earlier, I spoke with Mayor Tom Riley, who told me that even the police have benefited from these good deeds. Well, Brock, several nights ago, the police received an anonymous phone call about some vandalism that was supposed to happen at Odyssey Middle School. What kind of vandalism? I'm not sure, but I believe it had something to do with the baseball field. At any rate, the police beefed up their patrols around the school, and they believe their presence prevented that vandalism from occurring. Well, this certainly is an interesting turn of events, to say the least. First the vandalism, and now good deeds. And no one really knows who is doing either. You know, so often we hear bad news. It's nice to be able to report good news for a change. And if someone out there is willing to correct the wrongs that others do and perform random acts of goodness, then perhaps we're not as bad off as we think we are. This is Brock Peterson reporting for Channel 10 News. We're not as bad off as we think we are. Did you hear what he said, Rodney? We're not as bad off as we think we are? I heard, I heard. Yeah, you heard, but you don't understand. People are starting to think everything is all right again. Well, I can't help it, Pop. The Bones have run into a string of bad luck lately. I don't want to hear about your bad luck, Rodney. I am under a lot of pressure here from higher up. I told him you could handle this. I can, I can. But you ain't. You're slipping. And when he finds out about it, it's going to make me look bad. Not only that, he might bring in someone else. You you mean he's going to replace me? Not just you, both of us. <sighs> well, I don't know, maybe it's for the best. I don't know how I got mixed up in this business anyway. You signed the loan paper so you could have your own store. Yeah, well, I don't like it. Look, Pop, you don't need to bring in anybody else. It may be too late, Rodney. Then call him up. Tell him to give us another chance. I got something really special planned for tonight. Yeah? Yeah. Gonna send the town reeling. Come on, please. All right, all right. I'll talk to him. But this is the last time. Thanks, Pop. You won't regret it. I already do regret it. I still don't like any of this. <laughs> don't call me. Hey, I'm on the phone, Pop. Oh, boy. Hello, Rusty. It's me. Yeah, listen. Gather up the gang and tell them to meet me at the hideout in an hour. We got a lot of work to do. Come on, Jack. Level with me. Something's going on. There are a lot of things going on, Connie, but nothing worth making a fuss over. But those two comments... Oh, those two comments were probably just a, a, a coincidence of some sort. Phrases from bumper stickers, if I remember right. Jack. I don't know what you're after, Connie. Well, the truth would be nice. Which truth in particular? You think I'm somehow connected to the vandalism? No, not the vandalism, but this other stuff, the, the anti-vandalism. Something tells me you're involved. You're up to something. What is it? Connie, I really don't know how to answer that question. If I were up to something, you know, I'd tell you if it was the appropriate thing to do, right? Well, right. 
So there's nothing to talk about right now. Unless, of course, there's something else you want to ask me. No. That was all. Okay. Then, thanks for coming up. Sure. See you later. I'll be downstairs if you need me. Thanks, Connie. Yeah. Thanks. But I can't go fishing today. I've got to finish the lawn. I didn't come over to go fishing. Really? Then what's up? Well, I was watching the news on Channel 10. Brock Peterson interviewed a lady named Alma Stump. Someone mysteriously fixed her fence three nights ago. Really? Yeah. But the really strange thing is the way she found out about it. She said she got a phone call and a voice on the other end told her to look out her back window. Then the line went dead. So she looked and her fence was fixed. So? So that's almost exactly what happened when I got my bike back. I got a phone call and a voice told me to look in the driveway. I did, and there was my bike. Wow! Weird. Yeah. So I was wondering, how did you get your bike back? Uh, m my bike? Yeah. Did you get a phone call? Um, yes. And? Did a voice tell you to look in your driveway? Uh, no. It, uh, told me to look in the forest. Just the forest? Well, in a cave in the forest. So I looked there, and that's how I got my bike. Funny, huh? It's not funny. It's strange. Something's going on here, and I want to find out what it is. Why? Why can't you just let good things happen? You know, that's the second time you've said something like that. Meaning? Meaning I think it's interesting that you get really nervous when I ask questions about this. Nervous? I'm not nervous. What are you saying? That you're suspicious of me now? I don't know. Did you have anything to do with Alma Stump? I don't even know Alma Stump. That's not what I asked. Lucy... I just want to know what's happening, Sam. What's happening is... I've got to finish mowing my lawn. Sam! Sam! See you, Lucy! I'm gonna find out, Sam! I'm gonna find out. going on, Connie. Those two comments were just, uh, coincidence. Yeah, right. Like you even believe in coincidences, Mr. Jack Allen. I mean, just when you think you know somebody, boom, they get all secret on you. There has to be a way to find out what's going on. There has to. I can't believe he's holding back on me. We're supposed to be good friends. Best friends. So you'd think he'd let me in on a few things. I mean, I'd tell him if I knew something. But he has to keep his secrets. Whatever happened to trust? Connie? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Sam. I'm talking about Jack. You mean he's keeping secrets from you? Big time. At least it seems that way to me. Great. If he won't talk to you, then he sure won't talk to me. Well, you couldn't talk to him anyway. He's not here. Says he has a special project he's working on. That's what he won't tell me anything about. Well, Sam must be working on the same project, because I haven't been able to get anything out of him either. What is up with them? I don't know, but Sam's been acting strange ever since we got our bikes back. You got your bikes back? Uh-huh. The same day they were stolen. They just mysteriously showed up. And right after that, all of these good things began happening around town. You mean the fence and the bushes? You saw the news report? Yeah. That's why I wanted to talk to Jack. 
The second guy, Ralph, said that whoever trimmed the bushes did a random act of goodness. I remember Jack using that exact same phrase. What got me was the lady, Alma Stump. She got an anonymous phone call about her fence, just like I did about my bike. Weird. Yeah, and now both of them are clamming up. You think Sam and Jack are responsible for the fence in the bushes? I don't know, but I think I know a way to find out. How? By doing a little field work. Field work? You mean, like, follow them? Not Mr. Allen. He'd probably catch on. But Sam wouldn't. What do you say, Connie? Well, I don't know, Lucy. That sort of thing can backfire and get you into a lot of trouble. But it's the only way to find out for sure. You want to find out, don't you? Well, yeah. Then come on, please. All right, all right. But if anything goes wrong, we drop it. Understand? Great. So, when do we start? The incidents have all happened at night. So we'll stake out Sam's house at dusk and follow him when he leaves. Okay. We'll do it. <laughs> Tonight, we discover the truth. It's getting pretty dark. Maybe he's not going out tonight. Maybe not. But let's just wait a few more minutes. This feels funny, Lucy. Spying on Sam. I feel like we're doing something wrong. We're not doing anything wrong. A car's coming. Duck! <laughs> If we're not doing anything wrong, why do we keep hiding behind garbage cans? Wait, there he is. He's got something with him. Looks like a backpack. I knew it. He's going somewhere. Looks like he's in a hurry, too. He's headed for the woods. Come on, let's go. Don't get too close. He'll hear us. It's turning dark. If we let him get too far ahead, we'll lose him. Why is he going so fast? What was that? What was what? I thought I heard something. Oh, great. I lost him. Do you see him? <sighs> no. Let's keep going. Stop! Ow! <laughs> Don't be afraid. We're not going to hurt you. Sam? Could you point the flashlights away, please? What do you want? What's this all about? Just come with us. In Proverbs 3, verses 25 and 26, it says, Have no fear of sudden disaster, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being snared. That's a good thing to remember, especially in light of what's happening in Odyssey. What do you think Connie and Lucy will discover? Who is doing all the random acts of goodness? Is Sam a part of it? Will the Bones of Wrath succeed in doing more damage around town? And just who are the Bones and Bart working for anyway? The only way to find out for sure is, keep listening. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Angels Unaware was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell. Music by John Campbell and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.